pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, shutting out Fairmont this past Friday. Yeah, I was there. You were there, too. Yeah. Was, was Everybody cool. was there. Drake Ryan was there. Drake was there. Shaw was there. Wow. A lot of people were there. Um, shut out 7 nothing. So Keith and I this year, KB and I, we have called a Wayne beat Pick Central like 10-9. to 9. Fairmont beat uh, Miamisburg, I believe, 10-7. to 7. I not believe we were there. We called that game. And then we called a 7 nothing shutout win. Fairmont losing this past weekend. So I've never called three three low-scoring games like that in one season before. That's pretty. Remember when the season started I and mean, you're like, where are all these games in the 40s and 50s? Man, those have gone away. It's gotten colder and teams are like, you could tell passing games shrink a little bit. But how about that Shondelmeyer kid, the quarterback for uh, Springfield? Uh, they beat Miamisburg this past week, but he threw for like 350 yards and, and three touchdowns to three different receivers. In fact, he's there. He's uh, tonight on the Buckeye Roundtable coming up immediately following our show an hour from now, exactly an hour from now, 6.02. Um, he was our player spotlight uh, tonight on the Buckeye Roundtable. But, yeah, that kid's unbelievable. So, nice. Good yeah. for him, man. But uh, nonetheless, 518-1410, 518-1410. That's the number to call and jump in on the conversation. We opened up the show today. Uh, I got it all out of my system now, so now I can talk a little calmer about it. Uh, college football will get you around the corner. Tomorrow's show, ESPN Radio's Jason Fitz comes on, as he does every Tuesday, to kind of break down the biggest headlines in college football in the NFL. Got a lot to get into tomorrow. Um, what did that win for Tennessee tell us? Uh, and what did the win that Michigan had over Penn State? Which everyone's saying that's a big win, but didn't Shaw tell us that Penn State's so overrated? So how big was that win? What, did he or did he not? He did. I have it on. It's recorded. I have it ready to go back to if I need to. He said it. When I said it, when I picked, I was like, hey, I bet Penn State was. Penn State's the most overrated team. Okay. So if you beat them, you got to be careful because that means it's not that big a win. Move them out of your top 10 completely. That's how useless that. No, I'm just joking. Michigan's resume is better than Ohio State's at this point. Um, that's what they needed. Michigan needed that top 10 when they got that, obviously. Real quick, I don't want to get too much into college football. I want to recap some NFL stuff quick, get into college football, and we'll get back to some calls. But the the Tennessee win or the Michigan win, which one was bigger? Tennessee. I mean, Michigan has made the college football playoff. Michigan has had some relevancy over the last, you know, decade, they've obviously beat Ohio State. They've been in major bowl games. I can't remember the last time Tennessee has been major talked about since they won the first BCS national championship in 1999 with T. Martin and uh, Dayton's own Peerless Price. So, well, I said, we're, look, we've talked NFL. Let's just do college football here because I've been itching to get to it. Tennessee and Ohio State are the same team. They're the same team. I know everyone... Here's my frustration with Buckeye fans from over the weekend. What Alabama... What Tennessee did to Alabama, Kev? Do you... Like, look at how college football is today. It's not set up to stop teams. You're not going to stop an Ohio State offense. 
You're not going to stop an Alabama. You're not going to stop C.J. Stroud. You're not going to stop Hooker. You're not going to stop uh, Bryce uh, Bryce Young. You're not going to stop those guys. The three best offenses in the country, Tennessee, Ohio State, flip a coin, which one's better? Tennessee, I'm going to roll with now just because I watched them go up against way better competition than anyone Ohio State's faced this year. Although I'm very, I think it's 1A, 1B. I don't think one's significantly better than the other. I'm just going to give props to Tennessee because they did it against a much better opponent mm-hmm. um, than what Ohio State has to this point. But I think what Bryce Young did to Tennessee's defense and what Hooker did to Alabama's defense is exactly what Bryce Young or Hooker would do to Ohio State's defense. And that's not a shot at Ohio State's defense. People rip on Alabama's defense. Is it the best? No. But, Kev, there's NFL guys all over that. Right. You are, college football, you are not going to stop these high-powered offensive power attacks. The, when you look at Alabama and Tennessee and Ohio State, the running backs, the wide receivers, the quarterback play, there's not a defense out there that's going to stop them. And I don't mean, like, beat them. I mean stop them. You could beat them. Alabama lost. You mm-hmm. could beat them. You're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop Bryce Young. You're not going to stop Hooker. You're not going to stop C.J. Stroud. So, to me, I'm not taking points away from Alabama because they gave up that many points. I'm just not. I, I, maybe you will. But for me, that was a classic back-and-forth game. And I think if you watch Alabama play Ohio State, I think it's a shootout again. I think Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, it's a shootout. I think Tennessee, Ohio State, it's a shootout. We already saw the shootout between Tennessee and Alabama. Those are the three best offensive teams in the country. It's not even close. Um, I'm not as down on Alabama losing that as what everyone else is. I know everyone is, is jumping under. They gave up 50. Okay, you guys would be mad. If they give up 38 to Tennessee, you'd still be saying, man, they dropped 38 on them. <laughs> You're not going to stop Tennessee's offense. You're not going to stop Alabama or Ohio State's offense. I think you could still be effective defensively and still give up a lot of points. Am I wrong in saying that? Oh, yeah. I, you want to know what Alabama's problem was? You already alluded to it earlier when we were talking about the discipline of the Browns. The problem wasn't defensively for Alabama. You would like to see giving up less points in total yards, yes. It was discipline. Alabama wins that game not playing better defense, Kev. They win that game just being more disciplined. That's really what it came down to. You know what I mean? Like Ohio mm-hmm. State, they're more disciplined at times in Alabama, so they would have a better opportunity to beat Tennessee. I don't know. All I'm trying to say is put rank if the rankings, I know we got to talk about resumes, we got to talk about this. The three best teams in the country, in my opinion, are Alabama, Ohio State, and Tennessee. That's not a shot at Georgia. I just don't like Georgia's offense. It's not as high-powered as theirs. Their defense might be better, but again, can their offense keep up with what th- those three teams have? No. Michigan, I always say, is a poor man's Georgia. That may sound like a shot at Michigan, but they're they kind of remind me of one another. Kev, they're more about the defense and they focus. They're they're not the sexiest offensive teams, mm-hmm. but this isn't a shot at either of them. They're not good enough offensively to keep up with those teams. Georgia's not winning a shootout with Alabama, Tennessee, or Ohio State. Michigan's not winning a shootout with those teams. Michigan beat Ohio State last year because they ran all over them. You're not winning a shootout, though, with Ohio State, if that's the case. So, I'll, I don't know. I'm done reevaluating that. I thought it was a hell of a game. I texted you after. I'm like, holy crap. I was on the way back into town watching it on my iPad. And I'm like, man, this is like, I can't remember the last time I felt like this watching a football game. It was just <laughs> that exciting. It was back and forth. There, were, there was so much drama. There was so much intensity. And what I loved about it, Kev, I don't give two rips about either of those teams. Right. I'm not a, a Bama fan. I'm not a, you know, Tennessee fan. But that's just how high power or high uh, star power and high effect uh, how high powered offenses. I'm sorry that that was. It was fun. Uh, your thoughts on on that matchup? Seventeen penalties for 130 yards. 
So not the giving up 50, the penalties. No, it's Thank the penalties. You. It's yeah. the penalties. Look, man, you're going to give up points. And to this offense that they're running at Tennessee, uh, Heupel, he's the former national championship quarterback at Oklahoma. Uh, they won, I want to say, the second BCS championship or second or third one of them. But anyway, he's their head coach. He runs a very unique scheme. It's almost kind of like how Baylor ran their offense back when RG3 was there with the wide splits, you know, wide receivers lining up behind wide receivers way, way, way spread out. So it puts your guys on island. So it forces you as a receiver to make one-on-one plays. And I can't remember the one kid's name who had a Randy Moss game. <laughs> he had like uh, five catches for four touchdowns. Like it was insane. It was, it was, it was jailbreak screens. It was a little bit of everything. And Hendon Hooker, we talked about this last week. He was not a good quarterback at Virginia Tech. But he's a good quarterback now, and that's all that matters. It's right here, right now. But speaking from the Alabama side of things, look, man, they have a ton of talent, ton of talent, but talent can't overcome 130 yards in penalties. It just can't. And you go look at the Texas game. They had another game with over 100 yards of penalties. Now, you can't win games like that when you have equal competition level. You just can't. Or even to say that Tennessee has a step below equal talent on their on their side of the football that's going to balance everything out and then you throw in the fact that like okay Tennessee's at home so you got all that behind them and then you throw in the fact that Tennessee's undefeated so now they feel like we really got a chance to win this thing so all those things combined and then you giving up 130 yards and penalty artists that's a recipe for disaster I will say about the 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 shootout thing you know Georgia and Michigan for that that point they're zigging when everybody else is zagging their brand of football is physicality it's not only physicality at the offensive line it's physicality at the defensive line so you can win shootouts in those games by slowing down the pace and keeping those high power offenses off the field with your running game we saw that with georgia versus the high power offense at oklahoma in that classic rose bowl matchup because they're running basically the same offense you know they had um running backs galore out there at georgia running up and down the field with Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb on that offense. Those were the offensive players for those teams. So I think different brands of football can win different ways. And, I mean, they just did put up 50 points over the weekend by running on, the ball. On Vanderbilt. It's the, hey. No, it's Vanderbilt. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like Bengals fan. <laughs> Holy moly. 50 points, a 50 burger. Fitty Burger, yes, a Fitty Burger verse. You uh, can't uh, rip Michigan for how what bad teams they play. No, no, no. Turn around and say Georgia put up fifty on Vanderbilt. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like, oh, they're they're oh man, Vandy. There's there's something to be worried about. But when you have a game plan to saying, hey, we're gonna run the ball as opposed to drop back and pass the ball all over the yard. I think that brand of physicality is something to be reckoned with. I mean, they proved their worth by winning the Natty last year. Yeah, when how many players were out for Alabama in the national championship game? You tell me. They had key weapons on <laughs> offense. My point is, is you could say, oh, yeah, that's a, it's a force to be reckoned with. That's fine, but you're not going to beat these high-powered offenses when they're clicking on all cylinders trying to out-physical them. They'll just out-finesse you. You would rather be finessed than physical? Well, seeing as finesse always wins national championships outside of Georgia last year, yes, I'd rather be fin- I'd rather be Ohio State, Alabama, or Tennessee right now than the, Georgia the, or Michigan. The finesse team that we root for lost to the physical team that we hate. What? 
Ohio State lost to the more physical team that being Michigan last year. Ohio State lost to Michigan because they couldn't stop a nosebleed. Because they were Michigan was more physical. But th- no, because if Ohio State could have a less physical defense, if they just had even a half of a just a <laughs> slightly different op- defense last year, they win that game. But they didn't because they weren't physical. They didn't because they had a horrible defense. It wasn't just because they weren't physical. They couldn't stop anybody. And stopping the opponent be becomes comes being physical. No. They weren't physical. They weren't physical in the running game. They weren't physical in the defensive game. Michigan was more physical than Ohio State at every aspect of the game, and that's why they won. They weren't physical enough to keep C.J. Stroud from throwing for 400 yards and three touchdowns. We only scored 28 points. It sounds like a bunch of P-words to me if they can't <laughs> keep C.J. Stroud from throwing 400 yards on him. I'm just saying. <laughs> they were more physical. Man, they I won. I you were an Ohio State fan. I am, but I, I'm a realist. Kev is right. Jake, Jake, Kev is right. So, the Tennessee, Ohio State, Alabama, they suck ass because... The other two teams are, are physical. You're just putting words in people's mouth. Nobody said that. You just did. No, I said last year Ohio they State lied. lost. See, you, now you sound I like said, a Michigan No, fan. I said last year Ohio State lost to Michigan because Michigan was a far more physical team. Yeah, Doug Toby, I don't agree with you ever, but get him. Because <laughs> Michigan had sixth graders and Ohio State had freshmen. Exactly. <laughs> hey, that means their bodies developed. That means they're more physical. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 518-1410. Who do we have? Your buddy, our buddy. Oh. D. Shaw. Oh, here. Shaw, what's up? <laughs> Shaw. He's joking. What up, Shaw? Welcome. You're on live. Shaw. You done yet? I, uh, just start talking. Hurry up. We only got 45 minutes left. <laughs> Why are you so pissed off at me? My God, are you a girl? What's wrong with you? Just get to your point. Did you wait on hold just to ask what's wrong? Just go, what's your opinion? Oh, he hung up on me. He hung up on me. He hung up on me this time. Wow. Oh, shoes on the... My, how the turntables, <laughs> to quote the old office there. My goodness. Holy. Shaw, call back, you big baby. Oh, wow. My gosh. <laughs> I, you don't hang up on me. I hang up on you. Wow. Shaw, you the, the rules are that you just lost points. You just All the lost points, points you earned over the weekend, you, plus uh, yeah. down the toilet. Uh, down the toilet. We're starting back at negative five with him. You don't hang up on me. I hang up on you. We'll be right back. <laughs> Good one, Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're about as weak as... Never mind. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll be right back. 518 Stream, watch. It's the Justin Kinner Show with Kev Nash right here on Dayton. 518 518-1410. That's the number to call and jump in on the conversation. You all right? I'm fine. I'm not the one with the problem. Shaw's the one with the problem. Calls in, hanging up. You Have you ever been home. hung up on before? You, no, that pisses me off. Don't hang up on me. I hang up on you. <laughs> Minus five points, Shaw. Wow. Minus five. Tragic. Um, let's see, by the way, and like I said, we'll get back to the calls coming up here in just a moment. Um, Ryan Strong, he says, hell yeah, Shaw, don't take his negativity. <laughs> Ryan Strong, more like Ryan Weak. That was weak. David Shaw says, no thanks, bump that. What? <laughs> bump that. <laughs> is that like, is that like some kind of like slang that I don't, bump that? Like, are we going to, uh, what? Bump that. 
Hey, Shaw, call back. Oh, bump that. I ain't gonna call. Like, is that like Shaw talk? What does that even mean? Hey, Siri, wasn't talking to you. No, not you. God, now there's a Google thing in here, too. We have way too many different random speakers in this studio. Bump that. It's like sm- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, to call, bump that. To calling back, trying not to... Okay. Shy, it's cold out. You've probably been drinking all day. You're not making any sense. I got nothing. All right. 518-1410. Kev, who's up? Ronnie. Oh, speaking of drinking. Ron, how are you, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going? Oh, Ron, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. What up, Ron? How do you lose to the Steelers? My God, I didn't know you were the Bengals. (laughs) You know... At least I had the nerve to call in after a loss. Okay? All right, all right. You and, know what? Uh, Valid. I'll stop the black and yellow music. Yeah, all right, that's fair. You did. And you I did. In. I did want to call in and tell Kev kudos on the win. And uh, thank you, thank you, I'll thank you. you that, I had everything that was to do with it. Oh my God! I go on. Like, I had everything I, to do with it. I threw uh, the passes. I was blocking. I'll I was tackling. I was out there making plays. I don't know, Justin, if you watched the game. I know he did, but. That was a defensive battle, man. I mean, I, I don't know about the Devin White hit on uh, Pickett that knocked him out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't look like it was that bad. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Dirtiest but, team in you know, football. Oh, quit it. And they threw a flag, and it was funny because it was holding. So they, could, they didn't even dismiss that call. Right. I mean, they did. They got rid of it. You know what I mean? So... But I mean, it was it was a good game to watch. It kept you watching the game. I mean, it went down two point conversion, and uh, I totally blame my superstar quarterback for that loss. He has to go to a wedding on a Friday night in Boston, and uh, fly back on a Saturday and miss the walkthrough. And I think the team wasn't really cool with that. I think you know they did their best because then he's chewing them out. And uh, I think they were like, hey, man, you should have been here, <laughs> you know. So, But I'm not worried about my team, Justin. My team's still in first place. My team <laughs> beat the Steelers. The basement. My team beat the Steelers. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know what? What? I'm congratulating Kevin on this win. But if your team beats mine, no way in hell you'll hear it from you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear, Ron. My team, you're saying my team's not very good, right? I, they suck. Okay, so <laughs> you know they you, do. You, but your team has one more win than they do. So your your amazing Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is one game better than my really really bad Cleveland Browns team. Really? Hey, but guess what? So hey, that means the Buccaneers on, are one game better than a team with the backup quarterback and one of the worst defenses in football. You're saying that after just right. losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Wow. Hey, it was a trap game. Okay, and like I said, I I blame, I'll be the judge of that. Hold on, my, let's see, because you might be onto something. Let's see who they play next. A I trap blame game my only. Really? No, 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 no. That ain't a trap next. game. You're playing they the Panthers next. They got your boy next. Baker. They're playing yeah, the Ooh, Panthers Baker. next week. Ooh. That's not a now, trap if game. If he beats them, that isn't. Baker's not Baker. playing. Baker's out. Yeah, so now you have a chance. Yeah, to win. they got a third string guy in there. T.J. Walker. Hey, did you guys? Hey, hey, what? But where? Um, where you guys in the standings in the AFC North? Third. Fourth? Third? Third. You know who's in the last team that just beat you? (laughs) Yeah. 
But guess what? <laughs> we beat the team. We beat the team that beat the 49ers, the Falcons. It was a crazy day yesterday. It was crazy. Green Bay, all the big guns going down. It, it's There's a lot of parity in the NFL this year. It, it's not like nobody, maybe the... Ron, teams who lose to the Steelers like to preach about parity. Really, it's just a lot of bad football. There's just there's a lot of bad football. Oh, there's only two teams playing really good football right now, and that's the Chiefs, three, I'm sorry, the Chiefs, Bills, and Eagles. Outside of that, everyone else is just, it's very bad football right now. That's I'm not even trolling. Yeah, like okay. it is the league is. It, I, I'm not saying the league is bad, but teams are not playing well right now. Like I'm actually surprised at how how we only have three teams playing legitimate football right now. That as far as offense, defense, yeah. special teams, and everything. Um, like the Bucks, I thought would be a part of that, but they've had a weird off season. He retires and he comes back. Um, I think that situation's overblown of him going to. Uh, Robert Kraft's wedding over the week. I think that's a little overblown. If they win, we're not even talking about it, but um, is what it is. I, right, I just think there's right, other underlying right. issues there. The Bucks, I think, are fine. They're going to be fine. They're, that's a team that'll figure it out by the end. People keep trying to talk about the Packers and the Buccaneers as if they're the same team because they have veteran quarterbacks. They'll figure it out. The Buccaneers will figure it out because they have talent. The Packers don't. Yeah, they do. The Packers don't. They do. Um, so, I'll give your team that. Look, they had a bad week against that. So, you know, is what it is. But, that's, my, what, that's the only thing I'm going to say nice to you, Ron. <laughs> oh, man. If you were smart, I'll tell you. Kev can tell you. I, I know you didn't watch the game, Kenner, because I know you were watching the clowns. So, But um, Leonard Fournette is a force, man. That guy gets gets the ball and gets on a roll. He can. He's, he's a Speaking of rolls, wasn't he like really overweight coming into the season? Yeah, but look what he's doing. What's he okay. doing? Ask Kev. He looked pretty good yesterday. I'm just curious. What is he doing? Uh, he's he's carrying the team right now. So, and you know what? I think the whole thing about this team, everybody's like, oh, the Bucks. Um, they're not the past team they were. They're not throwing the yards up. Well, Bowles is a defensive coach. Okay, so he's wanting to play defense and run the ball, and they've been trying to run the ball and play defense. And play less pass. So, but I will say one thing: yesterday's game was one of the few I didn't see any turnovers at all. All right, Ron. Well, good it luck cool. against the uh, the Panthers next week. By the way, Leonard Fournette, what he's doing is he's 18th in rushing. Just want to throw that out there. I don't know what he's doing. He's 18th in rushing, but whatever, whatever you say. I, I think he'll be fine. They'll be fine. Ron, appreciate the call. Yeah. Hey, eat poo. <laughs> what? My gosh. It's like these callers listen to Sean and they become like him. They don't make any sense. He didn't hang up on you. I hung up on him. I made sure I beat him to the punch. Uh, so you don't make a big deal about uh, Brady going to the wedding on that Friday and not showing up for the uh, team meetings. It's a big deal because they lost. They win. We're not talking about it. I don't think they lost because of that. It's just a bad look. But then again, I'm a I'm a professional at uh, defending weird stuff like that because I was a Browns fan with Baker there for three years. So, you know, it's like, but, oh, sorry. I think it's a huge deal. Not only does him missing the walkthrough on Saturday, but him having off days on Wednesdays and the leaving the team during uh, the preseason. You know, look. I don't have a problem with him leaving the team during the preseason. If he's dealing with family issues, you know, there's a lot of reports, things are going on between him and his wife. If you need to go handle that, you need to go handle that. Not being there for work, because this is work, for a wedding, 
Nah. And I think the bigger crime is uh, Robert Kraft having a wedding during the football season and you're a team owner. Like, that's the weirdest thing to I me. Know, I don't know how many more days he has left. Oh, <laughs> just saying, And I'm pretty sure she's urging him. <laughs> I don't know how many days you got left either. And I need that money. <laughs> like, I just think that's weird. For him to have a wedding they during the football she's 50. season. I thought she looked like 40 or 30. Like, so good for How him. old is Robert Kraft? Let's do the Googles. 180-something. Robert. Uh, you know. But. Kraft. Chief Executive <laughs> Officer of the New England Patriots is 81. Yes, see what I mean? He doesn't have many days left. And she was in a 50? hurry. She goes, I can't wait. I can't wait another 10 weeks of the season. You may not be here in the next 10 weeks of the season. <laughs> You're so mean. I'm just saying. Look at him. Look in there. Look at him. Do you think? I mean, I'm just. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, um. By the way, where'd he go? Gabe Evans. What up, Gabe? He's gonna be my brother-in-law here in a few weeks. And he says, "How about them Bengals who day? I ain't going to the wedding, Gabe. I ain't going to the wedding. I ain't gonna welcome you into the family when you're saying crazy things like who day." What's wrong with you? I will say Robert Kraft is a year older than Jerry Jones, and he looks a lot better than Jerry Jones. And Pete Carroll is. How is Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll is 71. When I'm 71, I hope I look as good as Pete Carroll. I'm just sitting here judging the looks of old I'm just people. saying, man. He looks like he still can get around. I mean, he is getting around. He is getting around. He's married a 50-year-old. He's getting around. Factual. That's the money combined. We'll be right back. 518-1410. <laughs> what? We'll be right back. <laughs> Week 10 of the high school football season is officially upon us, and this week we'll have Northmont. Uh, Springfield at Northmont will be our ESPN Dayton High School Football Game of the Week. Keith Byers and I will wrap up your number six, bringing you high school football. Wow, six years already? Six years, yep. Wow. First Congratulations. Two, first two years was on 101.5 Hank FM, and then we moved back over to WING. And, uh, you know, just racked up all these broadcasting awards, you know? So I'm just saying, you know. One after the other. One after the other. Running out of room on the shelf. We welcome you back. Get Ready Ohio FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today, all you got to do is use my promo code Kenner. K-I-N-N-E-R. Don't ever say I never gave you anything. Use my promo code Kenner today and you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. When you use my promo code Kenner, you'll have $100 in free bets waiting for you for when the app goes live or when sports betting goes live starting in January of 2023. Or at least that's the... The current, uh, the plan, right? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I can't wait. You see that the Reds are getting a sports book put in. Yep. That MGM. It's going to be open starting, I believe, in January. It's going to be open just year-round. So that's a good thing, finally. Ching. I mean, that's no matter what players they go after coming up this off season, that will be the number one thing that gets people to the ballpark. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, but as I said, Get Ready Ohio FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, all you got to do is use my promo code Kenner, K-I-N-N-E-R, to get $100 in free bets. Then you can bet on all of your favorite teams, like the Browns, the Bengals, the Buckeyes, and more, and all of your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, and super easy to use. Come on, Dayton, this is your chance to get in on the action. K-I-N-N-E-R, enter that promo code. Uh, and you will automatically have $100 in free bets waiting for you, so you can lose it all in January of 2023. At least you'll lose it all if you follow my advice. 
Follow the opposite of my advice. Here's my only sports betting advice I'll give you. I tell this to everyone. Always bet against your team. Always bet against your team. Because you'll always go to bed happy when you do that. You either, you bet against your team, like the Buckeyes have Iowa this week. I'm going to bet on Iowa to win. (laughs) If Iowa wins, I'm going to bed happy. I'm going to have some money. I won money. Go to bed happy. If the Buckeyes win, sure you lost some money, but your team won. Boom. How can you be disappointed? You always go to bed happy. I'm not, I'm not playing this game with you anymore. Why? <laughs> I'm not playing this so game. So the Guardians, so, so what I'm saying, so what, you're going to bet on the Guardians to win, then when they lose game five tonight, oh, you're out money. Now the see, truth is I'm coming just out. Saying, I'm just now the truth is coming I out. I need to speak to you in your language, Mr. Negative, so you bet <laughs> on the Guardians to win. I'm the one negative? I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so you bet on the Guardians to win tonight. The Guardians lose tonight. Now your team's out of the playoffs, and you lost money. That sucks. Bet for your t- bet on the Yankees. Then if the Yankees win, all right, you win some money. Hey, they get beat. The Guardians win. Hey, you lost some money. Charge it to winning. Guardians in the American Championship League Series. It's great advice. It is. It's probably the smartest concept I've ever come up with in life. <laughs> You're welcome, folks. <laughs> Don't do the Kenner. Um, David Shaw says, just going to throw away money on Iowa. Dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. It's just a concept. I had to say something really, really, like, down here so that even you could understand, Shaw. <laughs> My gosh. It's only Shaw, Monday. if you're going to call and hang up, you're not a part of the show anymore. Go away. You're going to call and hang up. I hang up on you. You don't hang up on me. You, you're going to hang up. You're not part of the show. Shaw, I you think don't you touched the, the nerve. Think huh? you touched the nerve, Shaw. I, uh, I want to read some of these comments, but they're about Robert Kraft, and I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they're. Uh, it's appropriate. You started it. I, he technically did. <laughs> Never mind. What? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Download the FanDuel Sports Book app. Got it. Promo code Kenner. K I N N E R. I don't care. Bet on whoever the hell you want. I don't care. Just use my promo code. There you go. There we go. All right, uh, 518-1410, 518-1410. Guardians-Yankees tonight, by the way, uh, Game 5. We had Al Pulaski on the show earlier. He, uh, of course, is the host of Guardians Live uh, on, on Bally Sports. So we had him on to preview tonight's game. It's one of those things. Where, I mean, he didn't sound the most confident in tonight. How are you? How are you feeling about? I feel good about tonight. The gribe tonight. <laughs> I feel real good about tonight. All we got to do is get to that Yankees bullpen. Um Cole, they pay him a ton of money, and he played to that money last night by pitching some, some – he pitched what? I want to say seven, eight innings last night. So they know their bullpen stinks. All we got to do is get to the bullpen. Get who's to the, the bullpen, we win. Who's Just on the like, mound tonight? That's a good question. So on the mound tonight uh, will be, uh, what, Savali? Yes. So Talion was on. See, this is why – and who they pitched last night? Um, he pitched uh, in game uh, one of the series. Me, I would have pushed him to tonight. Mm. I would have pushed him to tonight because your ace is not as good as the Yankees' ace in Garrett Cole. So I feel like Shane Bieber. No, who started last night? Oh, uh, go, go, go. I'm drawing a blank. Either way, they should have had one of those two ready for tonight. Is all I'm saying. So I wouldn't have started him last night. I would have had him ready to go tonight, just because I would have liked their chances better going up against Talion. Talion's not the worst, but right. um, Savali is not the worst either. All I'm saying is I would have. Taking my chances against Garrett Cole with the lesser pitcher in your rotation, if you got up that way, I got and then go for the heavy punch on I got in game five. Because you were, you know, 
even series, you have nothing to lose at that point. Or right. Not even series. You had the lead. You had the upper hand. But I think they saw that opportunity of let's get let's just go for a knockout punch in Cleveland. I don't mind that whatsoever. All right, five one eight fourteen ten. Talking college football. We've covered it all today. Anything you want to jump in on? The phone lines are yours. Five one eight fourteen ten. Kev, who's up? Chad, line two. Uh, Chad, how are you, sir? Thanks for holding. Hey, not too bad. How you doing, Kenny? Uh, not too bad. Are you about to hang up on me? <laughs> no, actually, I was gonna say I was gonna say that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard on radio before. <laughs> what Megan had and, and, and throwing a temper tantrum? He's so childish. And I know the feeling, though. Nothing will piss a man off more than getting hung up on when you were planning on hanging up on somebody else. <laughs> yeah, even in the punch. I had the finger ready to go. I was just ready to hit drop. But anyways, now what's up, man? Uh, big Buckeyes fan, uh, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I, I, I got the Buckeyes winning the national championship this year, man. I, I still have the Buckeyes. I, I feel like you're setting me up just to drop this any second now. But anyways, uh, the, the Buckeyes, I still uh, – well, by the way, this goes back to my point that I made last week. If they don't have Jackson Smith and Jigba, they're not winning a national championship. I, after what I saw from Tennessee and Alabama, they need every weapon possible to go uh, you know, punch for punch. Uh, but I think they have what it takes. It wouldn't surprise me if they're hoisting up the trophy at the end. All I'm saying is at the end of the day, to me, they need every weapon that they can have possibly out there. I like their chances better with Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, definitely agree. Definitely agree. Uh, my curiosity from you was is uh, who now that Alabama's went down and Tennessee uh, exposed them for the team that they are this year. Who you think they're going against? Who? Oh, that's you. Who, who who did they play in the national championship this year? Oh, you're saying you're already getting to the national. I mean, you're getting through Michigan. You even get through the Big Ten title game. You're getting through the semifinal, just right to the championship game. Uh, I think uh, right now Georgia's one, Ohio State two. Uh, I mean, Clemson, I'm not buying into Clemson, but right now if they came out, look, I think it's Ohio State-Georgia on the national championship. I think Penn State opened up what we got to do against Michigan, so I think uh, the Michigan game isn't going to be as exciting as everyone wants to make it out to be. I think Michigan's a little overrated, but that's a, a lifetime Buckeye fan saying that. So, of course, I think Michigan's overrated every year, even when they beat our ass. So <laughs> that doesn't really uh, change the situation on that thought process. But when it comes to the playoff, system i don't see anybody beating ohio state in that playoff this year when it's a one game situation you need the best players on the field to win one game and one game only ohio state's got it hands down uh, but you watched tennessee over the weekend you you just think it's that easy yeah. I, I i actually feel less confident after what i saw over the weekend and that's not me being anti-buckeye i'm just like i i thought there was no offense that was remotely close to ohio state's and then i watched that tennessee bama game i'm like crap there's three offenses the three most explosive offenses it's hard. I mean, Alabama's just not as disciplined as the other two, but I think Tennessee and Ohio State, they're the same team. I think they're the same team. As far as offense goes, yeah. I would have to agree. So, uh, Brad Mays yeah. on Facebook, he says, Ohio State versus the Vols, and the Vols win. <laughs> 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 that, that'd be interesting. That'd be one hell of a game, to be honest. But. Oh, and uh, Shaw, he's mad, actually, he, up, was, he, he's mad at you. Uh, Shaw's mad at you, by the way. If and I'm sure if you were on the phone with him, he'd hang up on you. <laughs> Just what a childish thing he would do. Uh, but he goes, uh, what, tell, he, tell him he, that he can't cry over spilled milk. He, you know, he, he's got to grow up. And, and by the way, Shaw, why do you have a thing that says, I stand with Blockbuster Video? Why is that his Facebook profile picture? Anyways, weirdo. Uh, but, uh, Chad, uh, David, or Shaw says, what did Penn State do? They had three plays. They lost. That's what they did. I mean, if you, I, I didn't catch much of the game because, like I said, big OSU fan. So, uh, with Saturday having a, a week to have the day off, didn't pay much attention to much football, got ready for Sunday. Uh, big Bengals fan here. Uh, like I said, uh, um, 
calling in. That's what I was actually calling in for as you guys were talking about the Tom Brady issue and him going to Kraft's wedding. I wanted to make a comment over the fact that he just should have stayed in Boston and let Tampa Bay put in a second string quarterback because I think he's washed up. Me personally, Tom's got marriage problems. Tom's got kid problems. Tom's got problems, problems, problems. He should have just stayed at the wedding and let Robert Kraft put him on the payroll at Mac and Cheese or something. I mean, <laughs> Chad, thank you for the call. I had to beat him to the pot. I don't know where that call was going. I, I'm not going to lie. I have no clue what was about to You're happen. nervous? There. Yes, I'm very nervous. I don't <laughs> trust these callers anymore. I, I wonder why. Is. Chad, appreciate the call. I appreciate the call. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't trust you. There was something about you. You were a little squirrely on the phone. I didn't trust the call. I wonder why. Well, because he was saying things that didn't make sense. He was making me agree with Shaw. <laughs> he, he goes, Ohio State is going to beat... Uh, Michigan because of what Penn State did to expose them. What? What does that even mean? Penn State looked like garbage. Michigan looked really good. What did Penn State do? So now he's making me take Shaw's side, the blockbuster dude. What? That doesn't even make sense. Well, I'll, I'll respond to Chad by saying this. It's still a lot of football to be played. Alabama only has one loss. They still play on the SEC West, so if they win the SEC West, they still play in the SEC championship game. Maybe they get a rematch versus Tennessee. Maybe they play Georgia. So they're not done. And the biggest thing that if I'm just on the outside looking in, the problems for Alabama can be fixed. 17 penalties for 130 yards, 15 penalties for 100 yards. Those things can be fixed. Because they have the talent. Other things that can't be fixed for other teams, if you got bad talent on defense, like Tennessee has bad talent on defense, especially when their star safety got arrested the week before the game and was not eligible to play this game versus Alabama. Like those type of things can't be fixed, but you can fix stop false starting. You can stop with the holding. You can stop with the late hits. So those things for Alabama can be fixed. I think still think Alabama will have a voice to be heard in the college football playoff. Brad, I know you're listening, so I don't want you to get mad at me because I've already crapped on your Aaron Rodgers team already. He loves Aaron Rodgers. I, he, he, he listen, so Aaron Rodgers goes to Pat McAfee show. So Brad heard him on the Pat McAfee show. He's like, oh, he's actually a real adorable dude. Uh, but everyone craps on Aaron Rodgers. He used the word adorable? Uh, did I say adorable? <laughs> yes. He's adorable, whatever. So I don't know what the hell the bell is for. I'm so thrown off today. Like, I feel like I don't trust anyone or anything. But I crapped on Aaron But so... I, I, I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee is as good as Ohio State. I, I know that irritates Buckeye fans. Tennessee is Ohio State. Here's why Tennessee's not going to get to the national championship game, though. Tennessee's not going to get to the national championship game. Brad, they may not get to the playoff. And I think they are the. I think they're a top three team in football. I thought they should be number one. If we're going to see and say they beat Alabama, okay, they put fifty up on Alabama. They have the most impressive resume of anyone in college football. And the SEC is always, oh, Georgia and Alabama, Georgia and Alabama. Well, here's Tennessee taking care of business against Alabama. They're beating everyone that's on their radar. Their offense is as good, if not more explosive. They gotta, they've, they've gone against better defenses in Ohio State. Tennessee should be number one. But they're not going to get there because you have to get through Alabama twice and Georgia once. That's the problem with Tennessee. That's why they're not going to Get to the playoff, in my opinion. I don't see how you could beat Georgia and then beat Alabama again in the SEC title game and get to the playoff. 
that's as tough a road as anyone. Ohio State plays in a garbage conference. They're going to be tested one time, and I don't even know how much of a test it'll be against that team up north. Uh, Michigan is, I'm starting to buy in a little more each week. That's as nice of a thing I'll say about them. I thought that, yeah, over the weekend, they proved like they look, they clicking on all cylinders. Like they look solid, very physical. They were. <laughs> Ran for like 300 yards. I need a bell, too. That was a good bell. Hit the bell. No, no, Come no. Come on, hit the bell. The bell belongs to me. Hit the bell the or bell. I'll scream. The <laughs> scream? What is going on here? It's only Monday. Uh, we got four shows. Here you go. There we go. David Shaw says, Tennessee is a poor man's Ohio State. Man, buzz off. What do you mean a te- poor man's Ohio Oh, wait. No, no. I agree with you. My bad. My See? Bad. Sorry. You're just so Sorry. used to disagreeing with him. I am. You don't even know when y'all agree with each oh, other. Well, hold on. I disagree with him. Hold on. No, no, no. No, no, no. Seriously. It's like guarding Allen Iverson out here. I don't know which I'm way to go. way out of it today. I don't... Yeah. Anyways, I, I, Shaw, I respectfully disagree. I don't think they're a poor man's Ohio State. I think they are Ohio State. Now, people are saying, well, Tennessee's defense is bad. Ohio State's defense, we don't know what it is. They haven't faced anybody to test them. And what I mean by that is if they face an elite quarterback, which they will not do between now and the Big Ten championship game, my concern is is the Big Ten is not prepping them for the playoffs whenever they get to one of those high-powered offenses. I think Ohio State is most equipped to beat Georgia. Because I think that Georgia is a very, very good Big Ten team. They're an elite Big Ten team. Like, you know, they're, they're, Georgia's built like a Big Ten team. They're physical, as you talked about. They run the ball. They're capable of passing, but they are just a, they're going to run the ball down your throat. That's Georgia. Ohio State could beat that because that's all they beat in the Big Ten. What they haven't faced and what they never face is, and this is why we were worried about Utah in the Rose Bowl last year, is those type of offenses are scary for Ohio State. So, no, I think Tennessee is Ohio State. And the difference between the two is Tennessee has the better resume. They play in the SEC. They're challenged more. Ohio State's not going to be challenged between now and then. So, Shaw, I know what you're saying. I say Michigan's the poor man's Georgia. I think that's kind of why he was doing that. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. But I don't think they're the poor man's Ohio State. I think they are Ohio State. That's not a shot at either one of them. That's just how good I think Tennessee is, and that's how good I think Ohio State is. How much time we got left on the show? Three minutes. All right. So, three minutes. Can um, I get my props for calling this in July? I said earlier. Ding. Hit the bell. Give yourself a ding. There you go. Give, yeah. Here, I me, need I, my I, props. I'm the bell. I'm the bell. <laughs> get on your side of the studio. How come you get <laughs> I'll just say, uh, who, who, who's the SEC commissioner that called up Aaron and said I was stupid for believing that Tennessee was going to beat Alabama? The SEC commissioner? Yes. Uh, McKinney? Yes. I don't know. He, he He's disappeared. I have no clue. He I said no I was clue. crazy. For thinking that Tennessee was going to beat them. And it mapped out just like I said it would. Tennessee was going to be undefeated. Alabama was going to play A&M. Emotional victory over them because of all the stuff that happened in the offseason with Jimbo and Nick Saban. And uh, A&M beating them last year. And they would go into Tennessee and get down early and come back. And ultimately, Tennessee will win the game. Exactly how I predicted. Listen to your boy. David Shaw, big Buckeye fan, he says Ohio State's defense isn't giving up 49 to Bama. How do you know? Based on what? I'm a Buckeye fan, and I can't confidently tell you that. They, you have no, their corners actually, and I, and talking with Byers, watch, Byers is concerned about their cornerbacks. He didn't say he's concerned. He doesn't think they'll give up $50 to Bama either, but he won't give Bama any props, obviously. Uh, I, I do think Ohio State's defense, I'm not sold on. I think it's much improved from last year, but I don't think it's improved to the point where they're going to stop Tennessee or stop Alabama. But to be fair, Tennessee and Alabama, they're not stopping Ohio State either. So um, the biggest 60 seconds. The left. biggest thing about Ohio State's secondary is health. 
Um, is Cam Brown going to be back? Is Denzel Burke finally going to start playing to his level that he did as a freshman? So those are the two concerns I have, especially for the corners. All right, we closed it out today with uh, Lamar Shelley. Oh, he used the line. The Bengals playing multiple backups at various positions is hard to game plan for. Oh, stop. Lamar, we are you actually seconds. Are you telling me? Are you serious? So you're saying that the, 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 the Saints, it was a tough matchup because you didn't know who to prepare for because they didn't have Michael Thomas or Chris Olave uh, or Jarvis Landry. Oh, the poor Bengals, Kev. They had to prepare for practice string, guys. Oh, my God. Practice squad. Oh, poor Bengals. That is why a win is a win in the NFL. Stop it, Lamar. You, you know, fans of bad teams use the win is a win moniker. You know who doesn't say that? The Bills and the Chiefs. When they lose a game, and I know the Bengals won, but I don't care. It wasn't a win. <laughs> oh, oh, it wasn't they, a win. They held on for dear life with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, the defending AFC champion. Kind of reminds me of when you said on. the Browns won when they lost. Out of time. Till tomorrow, it's the Justin Kenner Show with Kevin Nash on 1410 ESPN Radio.